The drive from Houston to Phoenix was supposed to take about 19 hours, and Lindsay could see the handwriting on the wall before she even boarded the RV. Only six of them were going, and she knew the other five well enough to predict their immediate future. The next 19 hours would feature a running argument between her friends Ed and Lynn that ranged from tabletop gaming rules to the best algorithms for parallel data compilation. She would be willing to bet money on it. There would also be, almost certainly, an in-depth geek-out over the latest developments in bioinformatics. And Cammie seemed able to talk endlessly about the technical intricacies of decrypting rodent genomes. At some point, Ed would jump ship from the data compilation discussion to join the bioinformatics talk. Lynn, who hated to miss out on anything Ed was doing, would try to horn in on that conversation, but become frustrated when he exhausted his limited knowledge of the narrow intersection between computing and rat DNA. Then he'd get whiny and start making snippy comments. Cammie's boyfriend, Ivan, who was driving, would naturally obsess over the rules of the road. He'd probably conduct periodic checks to make sure they all had their seatbelt securely fastened. Lindsay knew he'd mapped out each fuel stop and every possible contingency with all the precision and attention to detail he applied to one of his astrophysics projects. And Ben would spend the whole time glaring at Lindsay whenever she wasn't looking, and pretending to ignore her whenever she was. He'd probably glare at Ivan then, although Ivan would be oblivious to it, just as Ivan had always been oblivious to Lindsay, despite Ben's repeated snarking about how well they seemed to get along but she'd purchased the ticket to BeastCon months earlier, when things were still new and wonderful with Ben, and damned if she'd let the fact that they'd since broken up ruin her well-earned vacation trip. If it ruined his, that was his problem. This is light. Is there another one with your costumes or something? Ed hoisted Lindsay's wheeled bag easily, sliding it into the cargo compartment with one firm shove. Nope, that's the whole shebang. Costumes and everything. They just don't weigh that much. A light bulb seemed to go on over Ed's head. Lindsay could almost see the lewd thoughts forming beneath his rumpled curls. Lightweight costumes or skimpy costumes. Then, those big puppy dog eyes slid down her body, assessing her far too openly. Gah, do I even want to know? One's a steampunk fairy sort of thing, but there isn't much to it yet. Mostly my old steampunk outfit plus wings. I might not end up wearing it. One's my Slave Leia costume from last year. We're doing a Slave Leia meetup on Friday morning. And then, um, Ben brushed between them, and Lindsay had to take a step back for him to wrestle his suitcase into the hold. Excuse me? He said, a fraction too late for courtesy. The third one, she went on, irritation lending her confidence, is subread from Balls and Chain, her dungeon getup. It was the hottest new graphic novel series on the market. Graphic being the operative word, and as soon as Lindsay had read the first issue, she'd known what she would be wearing for the parade and main costume contest at the next BeastCon. Ed dropped the suitcase he picked up after hers, and barely winced as he yanked his toe out from under it. Oh, okay, so I could see where that one wouldn't weigh a lot, or anything, really, I guess. With a final unnecessary shove to his bag, Ben straightened and rolled his eyes at them both before stalking off again. Oh, for God's sake, does he honestly think I was flirting? Is he going to be jealous of Ed now, too? The others were milling around the RV's door now, doing that final round of, 
I feel like I left something over their steaming travel mugs of coffee. Retrieving her own cup of precious caffeine infusion from the curb, Lindsay joined them. Ivan was ticking off boxes from the checklist he'd pulled up on his tablet, muttering to himself as he ran down the list. His girlfriend Cammie had sworn he was anxious beyond belief about the trip, but Lindsay would have never known it to look at him now. He seemed as in charge and confident as a man could get, like a general about to muster the troops. As Lindsay watched, Cammie pressed herself to his side, huddling for warmth against the damp March pre-dawn chill. When Ivan slid one arm around her and pulled her closer, not even looking but doing it automatically, Lindsay suffered a pang of envy that clamped her throat tight for a few horrible seconds.